Hi, I'm Christina. And I'm Kaylin. And this is K-Pop Love Affair. This week, we will talk about some of our biases and why it changes all the time. So, Kaylin, why don't you start off by telling everyone what a bias is in K-pop culture? Um, well, in K-pop, a lot of groups are really big. Actually, I don't even, I'm going to say, like, a reason why a bias is a bias. And now I'm like, no. is that why they have bias? No, I think biases, I think no. it's normal to have a bias, but just the fact that they use that term. Yeah, because in um, boy groups, like, growing up, I don't ever remember anyone using a term bias. Not at all. Like you had your favorite. You had your like, favorites. Is that what we called it? Yeah. Your favorite member. Your so favorite person. I'm just trying group. to think like, how do we say that? But yes, um, I guess K-pop is just like more specific with their words. They're like, your favorite person, he's a bias. Right. She's a bias. Mm -hmm. So yeah, basically a bias is the person that you're most drawn to. Um, and then they have a bias wrecker, which is another person who fights to take the place of your bias. <laughs> and then I've even heard people be like, a bias wrecker, wrecker. So another wow. person that will right. could take the place of your bias wrecker. Right. <laughs> and then the term, um, I guess it stands for one true, like whatever amount of members there are. So if a group has oh. seven members, it's O T seven. I honestly never looked up what that meant and I never understood it. I knew it meant, oh, hey, I like every member in this group, but I didn't know what the OT stood for. Because And if it's a group that says eight, then you, it's like OT8. Right. So it's one true eight. I, so it I'm pretty means, sure. It just means like you love all members right. equally. Interesting. Okay. Basically. I don't understand personally how that works because I feel like it's normal human behavior to have a favorite or to be more drawn to someone for any given reason. And there's a lot of reasons why you could be drawn to that person. It could be their visuals, as K-pop likes to say. Gotta have that visual. Which means how they look. It could be their talent, whatever their talent is in the group. It could even be their personality. If you start to watch the different contents that uh, K-pop groups put out, then you may not have really registered a particular member, but then when you see them and their personality comes out, you're drawn to them. So it can be different reasons as to why you're biased to a member of a group. Yeah. But that's basically what a bias is. It's who your favorite person is. They just call it a bias. And then you have a bias. Normally you'll have a biased record. Or if you just, I love all members, you say like OT, whatever number that group is. Right. So that's what it is. Um, but yeah. <laughs> It's so funny because when I got into BTS, like when I tell you it was like a switch, mm. like I told you about them right. and that moment I went in back and started looking at videos and it was just like the switch flipped and I was like, I am all in. I'm army downloading apps, buying merch. <laughs> I don't be, I don't right. buy people's merch, but I'm like, I'm buying merch. I'm collecting. I just immediately was like, I'm collecting. I found all these people. Right. And I, I bullet journal. So even in my bullet journal that month, I put like, got into BTS, like a little diary page, whatever. And I put bias, <laughs> I put biases. And even then I had like four. 
Okay. <laughs> so you really knew about biases right off the bat. Chris, so when who I tell were you, you initially drawn to? Within 24 hours, I knew every K-pop term. You knew everything. I knew you all the apps. dive, literally. I, I didn't get no sleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I ha- I got sleep, but I, I'm serious. It was literally <laughs> like the switch turned and I just was laser focused right. and absorbed so much information so quick. Yeah. And so, yeah, I learned all the terms and I... I was like, well, um, I don't know how you choose one. Like from day one, I remember writing, I think I put, no, okay. I put one person's my bias, but then I was like three records. (laughs) (laughs) I put three records. And even then when I wrote it down, I was just like, ah. Am I sure? Am I sure? Is this it for reals? I don't know. Because um, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. No, it's just weird. It's just... Well, for one, I think the majority of K-pop groups have a lot of members. In comparison, if you compare Western artists, their boy bands, boy groups, however you want to say it, or even girl groups, whatever, just a group, there's usually, I would say maybe five members, if I'm going to say, how, how many were in NSYNC? <clears throat> it was five, oh, right? Yeah. I don't know. You, you, know, <laughs> you know that better. I I'm like, was it five? It was five. I feel like in general, Lance, it's around five Justin. or less. JT. But with K-pop, you can have, there's a, a group that has 20, 22, 23 members. So it can be, I feel like when you have so many members, it's just hard. I don't see how you would just narrow it down to one because you have this group of massively talented individuals. And like I said, a lot of times you bias a person, not just based on their looks, but on their talents as well. So when you have so many individuals that are talented, it's hard to just be like, oh, this one is my absolute favorite because they're the literal best. Because then you see someone else perform and you're like, wow, this person is also amazing, amazing skills or whatever. So I think that's what makes it really difficult to just narrow it down to having, oh, I just have one favorite. Whereas if you have a group of three or four members, I feel like it's pretty easy to be like, this person is my favorite. Yeah, I think because like, I think it has to do with the group size because definitely like, for instance, with NSYNC, I think it's five members. <laughs> I don't know why terrible. I'm drawing a remember. blank. NSYNC was your band back was in the it day. Though? Wasn't it? I don't know, no, um, really. <laughs> I did like them, but it was, that's another story. Like it was just a different time. Oh, this is about K-pop. Yeah. So we're not going to get to that. But all I was just saying was that I'm going to say about that was. I probably really had this format of how K-pop is. Like mm-hmm. my bias was was Justin Timberlake. Right. And then like my bias record and rec or records, you can have a couple records, was like JC and Lance. So I think okay. I was already following that format. And then the other members, I'm like, I mean you cool or whatever, but like right. I pressed. There was about just everything no you're doing. specific terminology for it. Yeah, like I think that's what it was. K-pop. Yeah. I think with K-pop, it's like a very cultivated kind of culture Mm -hmm. and so they have terminologies they have like um what's the word each member has literally a job description a job description you have a role to play right there's like rules and regulations how to conduct yourself right whereas like pop in america like it's not the same it's (laughs) it's definitely not i mean it's obviously certain things that each group will do right but like it's not a very specific culture in that way so yeah I think it has to do with the fact that the groups are so large and I mean they pick the best of the best so mm-hmm. a lot of people are like and they train for years yeah to before they debut they train for general. years so I think people are, they're just really talented and so it's like hard for me to just be like 
only you are my favorite, especially like you said, when you watch their other content mm-hmm. to see their like personalities or role, you know, whatever you want to say, role they're playing, so to speak. Right. It's like, I only like one member's personality. <laughs> that makes no sense when there's 22 members. <laughs> right. Like, um, <laughs> that's not going to work. So yeah, I knew right off the bat with BTS. Uh, no, I don't have, I can't, but I said one, just cause I'm like, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what okay. I was thinking in my head from just like reading what people say. Right. But deep down, you, you were lying to yourself. I was so like, I really am OT seven. Truly. Like I <laughs> right. love every single member of BTS. Let's, let's be real though, guys. <laughs> it really took Kaylin and I a long time to get on Jen's bandwagon. And it's just, it's so embarrassing <laughs> To even admit at this Don't point. Hate us. Don't hate us, guys, if you're Jin's But uh, it was fans. always kind of like when we were ranking them one through seven, Jin was always on the bottom. And see, I hate it ranking too, though. It, it is from hard the, to rank. From the beginning, yeah. I hate it ranking. When we ranked them, Jin was always in the bottom. And I'm so sad to say that, at least for me, I don't know about you, but for me at one point, I was like, I can take a lead, Jen. You did say that. I was like, <laughs> that is disrespectful. I was like, no, we need Jen. I love Jen. I was like, okay. I don't know. My mind wasn't open to just how vocally important he is to the group. At that point, I hadn't watched a lot of their content to know his personality. And my mind was clouded, okay? <laughs> my mind was clouded by Kim Namjoon and Kim Taehyung. Well, right? No, I was like, we need to go back back to like the we're we're going to say our journey of biases. Right. So we've already established like it's hard to pick one bias in right. a group. We already know that. And if you have no problems, you're like loyal, like faithful, like this is my bias and it stays the same. I'm like, that's great. Yeah. I don't know that life. I struggle every day. <laughs> we literally had a rotation, like each member we're focused on for a while. Right. Cause right. we're just like learning so much and each one is so great. It's like, we were just rotating. I mean, it's still kind of like that to this day, but <laughs> no. So I think we should go back to the first member that caught your eye. Right. And so, I mean, you can you can say who you're first. You can go first. Well, to take it back to carpool karaoke, that was the first video, any any content that I saw of them, and like I mentioned in the previous episode, immediately Kim Namjoon <laughs> caught my eye. RM, he was in the front seat. He was just he looked very confident. He looked very relaxed and at ease. Um, you know, he was easy on the eyes. He just, his personality, even the little bit that came through, just seemed very, um, just comfortable, endearing. So it was definitely him. I mean, obviously he's the leader, so you can't miss him, you know. And at, at the time, they weren't, none of the others, they weren't speaking a whole lot of English. Compared to now, they weren't trying, it seemed as hard to, like, really say English right. phrases and things that they were practicing. Right. It, like, really was, like, he was a spokesperson and right. most of the talking, and then when translate to them. So he was definitely front and center. So I think even if he hadn't been, he still would have Stood caught my eye. Right. And then, like I mentioned before, too, it was... Kim Taehyung. The camera was not even focused on him. Otherwise, it was B. It was focused on Suga and Jen and their conversation. And I was just like, who that duh? Who that <laughs> duh? Up in the corner. Yeah. So it was definitely the two of them. So, and then as I continued, and it was also Hobie as well. No, you I, were, you loved Hobie from the beginning. Yes. But I feel like you took a while to admit that. It did. Because like I said, I was just clouded. My yeah. mind was clouded. Yeah. But Hobie definitely made an impression on me because I just thought he was also center because he was center seat 
So when you're just looking at the video, he's right there. You can see all of him. He wasn't like hidden by the chair or whatever. He was directly in the main camera and he just had so much energy. He seemed so happy and personable, just so personable and, and not in an obnoxious way. Cause yeah. for me, some people are just extra up and happy and it's just a little much for me, but yeah. for him, it just, I guess because it's genuine, it just seemed so genuine and he just seemed like a person that you would enjoy being around, you know, a person that would lift the mood of the room, keep the mood up, be easygoing, happy and fun. And who doesn't want to be around someone like that? He was very uh, energetic, just all of that. So he definitely caught my eye as well. Um, I definitely agree. Like the fact that RM was the spokesperson and center, he stood out to me the first. So when I first <clears throat> excuse me, heard the term bias i immediately just said rm because okay. it's like he's front and center he's, he's the leader center. he's he doing all the talking the videos yeah. that i saw most of the talking i was like yeah it's rm okay <laughs> um and then i was just like but you know there is that one guy v <laughs> <laughs> i was like something to, you know oh, yes so, something about him something about him <laughs> and then um don't lie you know jk <laughs> Don't even lie. When I tell you, I denied it for so long. She denied JK for a long time. I denied JK for so long because even when I listened to their album, um, Map of the Soul 7, when it first released, before I even told you about, you know, BTS. Right, right. Um, Let's not go there. His song, My Time, mm -hmm. I was replaying that a lot. And obviously okay. on, I was playing his part there mm -hmm. and... Um, some other songs in there, but yeah. So I already was like feeling his voice and vibe. Right. So when Carpool Karaoke, I saw that <laughs> and he sang that bridge part, I was like, yes. I and like that's that so kid. funny to me because you were the he, I was just like, I you weren't think... moved at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> to I, this I day, know. when I hear yeah I... that bridge, I'm like, Whew, chills. No. <laughs> I mean, I felt that okay, he sounds nice. All right. I, I don't know. He just he just didn't phase me at that moment. Yeah. I I definitely could admit or agree that he can sing. He's talented. But yeah. I don't know if I'm particular or picky, but it takes a certain kind of voice to really grab me right off the bat. Yeah. And his voice just didn't do that for me. Initially. I mean, that's fair. I mean, music is very subjective, honestly. Yeah. So there's so many talented people, but everyone feels differently. Like you said about voices and styles mm -hmm. of music. Right. And so just because someone else doesn't like it, doesn't mean they're not, you know, talented or have fans or anything like that. Right. So I, I definitely was captivated by his voice immediately. <laughs> so, right but away. when we did the deep dive, mm -hmm. um, I didn't want to put him there because I could tell like he was a popular member mm. and he was also the youngest. And I was so you just, just didn't want to jump on that band. Yeah. Right and then. he was the youngest. And I was yeah. like, oh, this child, like, you know what I mean? Like everyone loves him. His little baby, his little kid. baby self. But I'm just like, but deep down inside, I was like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so when I wrote in my bullet journal, like I wanted to record like this when I got to BTS. Um, this is who my first people I were interested in. Mm hmm and liked um this was my first initial songs like i wrote all of that okay like my initial favorite Details. songs i but yeah i wanted <laughs> to like you know because my bullet journal is like a mixture of like to-do list plus like diary and like scrapbook it's just like everything in one right. recording. Yeah. So I wanted to be like, okay, these are the details from my first month of getting into BTS and K-pop. Well, at that time, I thought I would just be BTS. But <laughs> I wanted to record it. Mm -hmm. So I wrote... 
I told you I wrote my bias and I had wrote sugar as my bias because okay. by that time we had seen that the rap line had, um, solo uh, projects. Solo projects. Mm-hmm. So usually when K-pop, they have a rap line, people that are mainly rappers right. and then so like the vocal line that mainly sing. And of course they can interchange people and do right. both, but they usually have that in groups. So of course BTS has that as well. Um, so we were just learning everything about them. And so I, <laughs> I discovered Suga's alter ego, his rap ego, whatever. What do they call D. it? I don't know what they call it, but yeah, August D <laughs> is his rap, um, alter ego, yeah. alter ego. And that's what sold it for me because in the carpool karaoke, I, I really didn't pay him that much attention. Yeah. Me and either. when we were watching music videos and I stuff, mean, I did, my thought for him was, I felt like he didn't want to be there. Oh. I just felt like he was just kind of like, he was, I mean, he was whatever. real chill. I yeah. think he was just really chill. Like I could be here. I could not. It's yeah. Whatever. That's kind of the vibe I was getting from him. I, when we started listening to their music, I was like, you know, trying to understand each person's name, their voice style to mm-hmm. differentiate between them. So I was picking up on like, whenever there's rap parts in there, I'm drawn to his voice, right. his rap style, like right. how his flow is and everything. And like, the way he's writing his stuff. So I was like, okay, he might be my favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. And so when I discovered August D, I was like, he's my favorite rapper. Yeah, when I saw <laughs> his, oh, cause he had just dropped a mixtape that spring before Deshita. we got into K-pop, his yeah. second mixtape. And so did it. I watched, I was like, Oh, Oh <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. I like him. He's my bias. So right. I had put him as my bias and then I had put B and JK, um, Jungkook. I had put him and then you know who else I put? <laughs> I put Jimin. Okay. She's laughing because Jimin is now has moved into <laughs> the first bias spot, but we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah. Um, I put, I put Jimin. I did because I could just already tell. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's something about that guy. He right. has a star quality to him. He has a unique voice. Mm-hmm. And I was already picking up like his dancing was different. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm writing his name there because he a wrecker, I can tell. So that's how I started off with my list. But it really changed. Like, I, I always even tell you this now. of Like, whatever I say only holds for 24 hours. Because I may say this, but then tomorrow right. I'm saying you could feel totally different. You totally could wake up different and completely be on Jen's bandwagon, right? So yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I didn't realize that's going to be the trend. Right. I didn't know that at the time, but I did know that time. How do people pick one? For sure, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. People are like it's yeah, impossible. they're like, what's your? Uh, when I meet random people that about K-pop throughout this time, I've met you know strangers or situations arise where it comes up and they're like who's your bias and i'm just like well um <laughs> let me just say ot7 because i don't know it's just too much it's to even too get into much it. and yeah um i so i really hate ranking i hate saying this is my right. only one because i'm like it changes all the time mm-hmm. just depending on that day i'm just like you know what i remember how great he is he's funny in that episode right each member is so amazingly talented when you say that you bias one it almost feels like you're Wrong. doing that to the detriment of <laughs> yeah. the other members it's like, like oh by me <laughs> saying that b is my bias i'm not at all taking away from the amazingness that is all the other seven members so sometimes it can be hard to say i think i mean that could be what it is 
I mean, that's how I feel about it. It's like I feel bad kind of like by me saying that I have a favorite or a handful of favorites out the group. It's basically saying like, (laughs) ah, the other ones. Favorite kid, like pick your favorite kid. (laughs) Right. It's like saying the other ones (laughs) don't have worth value. I don't love them, but I'm like, I do. I really love each and every one of them for what they bring to the table. And they all, at least with BTS specifically, they just have a synergy that no other group has. And what they bring to the table is so unique to each person. I just couldn't imagine them being BTS without all seven members. Yeah. I, mm, I, well, okay. So I said, how am I start? How I was always confused from the beginning on who my bias was. I think from there you were really firm on sugar for a long time. I was, I, cause I just, I don't know why I just felt like I must have a bias. Like I can't change. It has (laughs) to be it. And I mean, sugar is great. So I'm like, that's my guy. Like he's my favorite. You ask me my bias. It's sugar. Like I'm, right. I'm loyal. Like, <laughs> but then other members started to pop up, and then we my would start to people. say, "Oh, you know, well, sugar's the bias, but I mean, uh, you know, so and so is a hair behind him, a hair behind." That that was a thing we would say because you <laughs> so got so hard. You got on sugar's bandwagon too for a bit. I did, and so yep. we both had like. I was like, sugar's my number one, but right. V's a hair behind him. <laughs> I was like, it's so small. You can't see without a, um, like a microscope, a microscope right. or something. And you were like, V's my number one. Right. But, but sugar, sugar is, you're right there. You're right there. Sugar is right there. <laughs> oh my goodness. I if wish it was easier to go back and text because to scroll back to see our oh conversations would be hilarious. It, really would. it would be hilarious. The back and forth. It's just trying so hard to convince ourselves. <laughs> Almost two, like a month and a couple weeks after when Dynamite came out as our first like comeback, mm-hmm. um, I think that's when you started to be like Hobie. Oh, for sure. That was no. that was it for you, yeah. I think, for Hobie. In the beginning, it for, was definitely... Uh, J-Hope, as his, he goes, the stage name. Right. It was definitely V and RM. Um, I would say V first for me. And then... No, you would say V and Sugar mm-hmm. originally. Well... Did I? Yeah, I guess, we would yeah. literally go back and forth between right. Sugar and It was VRM. And then what changed it about Sugar for me is that we were still in the process of Learning. listening to the music yeah. and discovering the discography. And you made the, the statement that, you know, every time before Sugar's verse come, comes on, especially when, it, when he, it's like Sugar and then oh, his verse comes whisper. on, <laughs> that you would be so excited. And I realized, you know what? I am too. I, I love all the rappers in the rap line. But I just have a little bit of extra excitement when Sugar is about to drop his bars. So I was like, hmm, well, I guess I guess that means Sugar's my bias. So it was or wrecker, you know, for me. So it was kind of flip flopping. Yeah. V has always been, I feel like tops you you for are me. faithful. Yeah. I've always been faithful to V. <laughs> v has always been tops for me and that hasn't changed. But um it was Sugar. And then with the Dynamite comeback, when they first started releasing teaser photos, mm-hmm. promo photos, and um Hobie the short black hair had that dark mm. hair with the black obey shirt. I was just like, yeah, let, <laughs> let's bring it back to him. Mr. Happy guy in carpool karaoke. I've, where have I been? Cause he's been here. Where have I been? So that was definitely when I started talking about Hobie Moore, and I was, it was solidified in my mind that he was a bias slash record, whatever you want to call it for me. And I was just like, everything Hobie. So basically we just went on this, we would kind of go on a tangent where we would be Mm -hmm. on one member. Yeah. And then for however many days or that week, we would talk about that member. We would send back and forth pictures about that member or whatever. Little clips. Um, 
Right. And that would be the person that we were stuck on. So after the dynamite comeback, I was very stuck on Hobie. Yeah. Very stuck. And um, the di- after the dynamite comeback, that was immediately like JK's birthday. Right. And for whatever reason, people feel like 23 is like this golden age where like everything changes for people in K-pop. Right. But I think in specifically for BTS, they felt like every time a member was 23, like they just leveled up. Like we're going to ramp up matured mm-hmm. and like brought more to the table so i mean jk went off y'all i when think JK that's turned true 23 he just started wilding out you know what i'm saying when jk <laughs> turned 23 i was just like uh, I, <laughs> I was like i will deny this okay i will not jump on this bandwagon right but internally i was dying inside <laughs> every time there was performance or anything and it's just i'm just like i don't know why because literally from day one his vocals i loved his vocals so so much and i just loved his personality like he was endearing type of person he is endearing um -hmm. i mean he's the baby of the fam like the family i I will say family because that's how they talk about themselves is family and being brothers right so it's just like he gives those vibes and it's just like you i understood why he's the favorite yeah because for especially those that's been there since the beginning, and if you grew up with him too, like if you're the same around the same age, I can right. see how you'd be really like that's your guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean for any of them, but specifically with him, like watching him actually grow up since he started so young in the group compared to everyone else. Right. I feel like whenever the youngest of the group or whenever a group starts that's young, you just like everyone loves them more because you right. saw them grow up. Yeah. Um, but I still try to pretend that I was not into <laughs> JK, but I was deep down. I was, I don't remember. I probably was saying stuff to him about him to you more than likely. Probably here and there, but you still were not. <clears throat> I was still trying to, to pretend. It. Yeah. Like you would just every now and then be like, Oh, you know, JK this or JK that, but mm. it wasn't the full fledged, <laughs> you know, just what was going on inside. This the screaming. Yeah. <laughs> the dying. I was internally screaming. Yeah. But I think each member, like, I had like basically had my moment where I was like, Yeah, I appreciate everything they are for the group, what they bring, their personality and the extra mm-hmm. content, you know, their visuals, like dancing, like everything. Each member had a moment. Right. And the last person, like we were saying earlier, though, was Jen. Like I re- realized early on, like his role is so important. Like his vocals are key in -hmm. the songs, like love his voice and what he, like he gives so much, but I think, um, you know, everyone is just, it's just all subjective. Right. So I just think he just didn't grab me fully like the other members in every category. Right. So it's like, he is obviously a very attractive person. He's talented. They're going to pick talented people. Um, but like, he just didn't move me in the same way other members did. <laughs> right. And so if we were like discussing like who our biases were, like the rankings, he'd always just end up last. And I yeah. always felt so terrible because right. I'm just like, he's a great person. Mm-hmm. Like he is hilarious. And I would not want him not to be there. Like yeah. he needs to be there. It'd be weird to not have him in the group. Like that wouldn't, it wouldn't be BTS without Jin. Right. But, um, 
I mean, actually, in the Dynamite era, era. No, we started noticing. We him were in starting the to notice era. him a little bit more because he was glowing in that video. It was weird, was like so how he was. Happy. He had like a halo around. It him. was strange. I was like, yeah. I've never would have said that to someone, but I'm like, he, he actually looks like he's glowing. <laughs> I'm like, what I don't is know going if it on? Was the color scheme they put him in, and he had the reddish brown hair, and if it just suited his complexion or what. But every time he was on the screen, it was literally like he had a halo around him. Yeah, and he was just so happy and smiling and yeah he was great in that in that i think it definitely for jenna was like a slow gradual appreciation for him for sure and you realized it before yeah me definitely so yeah no we we love jen like it would not not bts without him it would not be without him and i know there's a lot of stuff with you know, we not, we not the uh, words not be named. We're not bringing it up. We're not bringing up. About don't worry it. if you don't know what we're talking don't about. Don't worry talk about, about it. it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna say anything. We're gonna skip over that. But you know what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. We were thinking at one point that if they toured, it would be after what will not be named. So then Jen wouldn't be there, and I would be upset. And when we initially were talking about it, when we first got into them, I was like, that was at the point where I was like, you were like, it'd be whatever. But that point I was like, no, I was like, eventually I got to the point where I was like, no, it it literally has to be OT seven for them to tour, you know, which led, led us into more, uh, another conundrum because it was like so then that means they're not touring anytime soon, right? We're not. We're we're <laughs> gonna leave that. That's a whole that. other yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna get into that. But yeah, I I definitely got on his bandwagon faster than you for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like you were like that overall because it took me a while to get on Jen's bandwagon. It took me a while to get on JK's bandwagon. Yeah, <laughs> you would say um, my man's JK. <laughs> it took me a while to get on Jimin's bandwagon. It did. I didn't realize it did. It did. Wow. Yeah, it did. Oh, okay. I, I feel like I got on his bandwagon before Jen and JK, but it still took a while. I was okay. not originally I didn't really realize that for him that much. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's you whole, whatever Woo. because he's your first bias now. Why don't we talk about that? How oh my how goodness. did it work out that Jimin is now? Fast forward almost your two bias. years later. Like, Jimin is my number one, okay? She cannot <laughs> shut up about him, y'all. She cannot. I, my husband, like, can you not? Like, I'm like, look at this cute little gift of, of Jimin. He's just like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just like, but I, he's just, mm. well, we, we definitely have to do a breakdown of each member and like a whole thing about each member. Um, yeah, because I will talk <laughs> about Mr. Park Jimin. Okay, um, yeah, basically. So well, let's let's back up a little bit. So you went to Sugar, right? You were you were flip flopping between Sugar v and v, Sugar v for right? so long, but Jimin and JK were always just hovering there. They were records. and as time went on, like you know, more content we watch you know, performances, award shows and stuff, then you really see the talent of each member. And then I'm just like, RM is the GOAT. You know, I'm like, he is the best. He's the best leader. Everything, like, he will always be like, I'm here for him, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I realized how amazing Hobie was Mm -hmm. after you, but I realized, like... It took you a while to notice, my boy. It did take me a while, but I was like, (laughs) you know what? Hobie is it, okay? Mr. J-Hope, he's just so talented. Um... And then, like I said, it came to Jen and everything. So it just basically became a thing, like you said, where we just rotated who we were discussing all the time. Right. But I still kind of like, if I would ever mention, I would just be like, 
you know, it's between um, V and Sugar. But, you know, I also started K-pop journaling like really quickly into it as well. Like when I found that was mm-hmm. a thing, I guess because I was already doing bullet journaling. Right. So it just kind of like made sense that I'd be into it. So I started a K-pop journal and I did put in there my top three. You know who was there? Jimin. <laughs> uh, yes, so he was there. he's always been there. I had Sugar and V and then I was just like, but... I also gonna put Jim in there because <laughs> you were still in denial about JK. Yeah, I was for like, one. yeah, I I was like, JK, he cool, whatever. But like, no, 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 no. But I will admit, Jimin is starting to make an impression on me. So I did have him from the beginning, also mm-hmm. in my like top three, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like as just time went on, it just it was just growing and growing. Just uh, everything. Like I said, we'll discuss more in detail about each member. So I don't want like. I will keep going. Yes. But she will. Basically, <laughs> fast forward to right now. Right. Um I I I I've think stayed faithful. You stayed faithful. Stayed faithful. You did. I have flip-flopped. I think Sugar was the only one. You let go of Sugar. You changed yours Right, to... but I'm saying I think he was the only one that I was kind of flip-flopping with. Oh, like, right, right, I, right. I think he's my bias. Is he's my bias between him and V? But when it comes down to it, my top three is still V, RM, and Hobie. Yeah. And probably, honestly, it's V, Hobie, RM. No, I, I was when I you told you. You think it's Hobie, V, RM? <laughs> I told you when you were like saying that, I was like, no, you keep saying sugar. I was like, it's Hobie. I was like, it's J-Hope. <laughs> I was like, that's the person you're always yeah. like, look at what Ho- J-Hope is doing like this. Oh, look at right. his little part in this video or this performance. Like, did you see him? Did and you I'm see just him? like, sugar is not your guy. Is yeah. J Hope, and you're like, I mean, Sugar right. is amazing, amazing, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't take away from any of the members. Oh, yeah, definitely not. All they're members all are amazing in their own way and have a role to play, and they're mm-hmm. vital to what BTS is. So even if it changed, it's like we know Sugar is still amazing. We love Sugar, you know. Right. Um. So, but I was like, no, J Hope is your guy. Yeah. J Hope, you know, that's your guy, and I think. No, I think it took you a second to be like, no, RM in my top three. Um, really? I think so. Maybe I'm remembering it like wrong. RM, I don't know. Who else would? Oh, because probably Sugar took his place at one point. I think you like added Hobie to the mix. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you're like, you know, if I'm honest, like really my top people that I gravitate, gravitate towards the most is RM, Hobie, and, you know, being. Right. I feel like that's what it came to for you. Right. But... Yeah, I mean, we, we, I mean, BTS is our number one group, so we could talk about BTS members forever. We could. So, and we will, but not this episode. We will break down each member. We will break down each one. And, but just know that as of today, um, <laughs> and, and know that it's subject to change. I don't think this is ever changing. I, I don't feel like it's for me because I, for you, to my original yeah, three, and it's, it's just always been them. I think I'm pretty set on mine yeah. now, like, Jimin. I'm interested. I mean, you have been on Jimin's bandwagon for a while. I think so. it's been almost a year, to be honest. When really? I when I look, like this summer will be a year, so we still okay. have some months to go. Okay. But I feel like the summer in the summer mm-hmm. is when I started talking about him way more. Right. And then a few months went by, and I was like, "Do you feel like I've been talking about Jimin a lot?" And you were like, "Yes." yes. <laughs> you can't shut up. About I was him. just like, "I think he might be the one spamming me Jimin pictures, Jimin <laughs> gifts." oh my goodness um jim and this and that oh side story though you know what's hilarious so when we got into this and i mean i'm 
I tried really hard not to, but as you can see how deep I got into it, that's all I was talking about all the time was K-pop. Mm-hmm. It just came up all the time. It's um, like, how could it not? Right. It was, it was more of a, of a thing of meeting someone or talking to someone <laughs> and being like, I will not mention K-pop. Right. I will not mention K-pop. <laughs> so I really tried not to talk with, with my husband about it because, um, yeah, he, he ain't about it. He not about it, you know, and I, I know some people's husbands are, and I'm like, that would be so cool, but it's just not for me. It's okay, though. My husband either, guys. So I was like, but I just couldn't help. You know, eventually it's going to it's gonna pop up. So I was like, I need you to know, like, my favorite is Sugar. Like, that's my guy. He goes by August D. His real name is Min Yoongi. I was literally like that to him, <laughs> right? Like, like quizzing him. nothing else down. Yeah, I just you need you to know this. this, right? And so I've, I remember one time randomly... I don't even remember what the situation was, but it it had to do something with like who's her favorite or something like that. And he was like, it's Jungkook. <laughs> it was like, he saw inside Jungkook. I heart. was like, excuse me? Do not call me out. Because deep down inside, I was like, it was JK I over love Sugar. JK but, too. but um, no, I, yeah, that was hilarious. I was like, I've never said JK's name. Never. He was like, no, you said he was contrary like, to popular. You belief, are wrong. You be talking about Jake. He's like, all the time. I remember it. He's like, you said your favorite was Jungkook. And I was like, no, I did not. I literally gave you she three. She was still in denial, y'all. I gave you three names of Sugar. I gave his government name, his stage <laughs> name, and his alter ego. Like, I gave you all these names and you're telling me, no, that's not it. I... So at that point, I was like, I guess I really do like JK because I must have talked about him enough. And not even And it just stuck his name over Sugar's, Mm -hmm. I guess. But yeah, that was just a side note. I forgot. I don't remember, like I said, why that came up. But I remember him being, I was so hurt. I was just like, it's not him. My my favorite is Sugar. What do you mean? You probably like, you never listened. Right. I know I didn't I say broke that. it down for you. And it, the funny thing is, he re- he remembers a lot of things. Yeah. So that's why I was just like, like what is happening? No, no, you got this one wrong. You got this one wrong. He's like, <laughs> no, you said. Because, and I was like, um, do you know other names? Like, you know. Right. Maybe you just pull that one just because I caught him off guard or something. You know, it caught him off guard. And he just said that name. Mm-hmm. But he was so confident. He was like, <laughs> no, you He's said like, that was your favorite. Who is it? And I was really hurt. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't want to get into it. But yeah, at this point, I think what sealed the deal for me was going to the concert. And I was just mm. like, yeah, I, I just can't pretend. Like, Jimin's my number one. Yeah. And um, I still love the, like, he's still in my top three. And um, yeah, Sugar. Like, so those are my top three. Right. Like I refuse to let V go. How, and I refuse you? to let Sugar go. How so that's why I was just you like let go of yeah. Mr. Kim Taehyung. You can't. I, I don't know how that would be possible for anyone. And I can't let Sugar go either because like his music, his writing, his production, everything is just so good right. and meaningful. I'm just like, yeah, I can never let him go either. But yeah. Now, if someone asks me who my bias is, I won't really get in the spiel of everything. I'll just mm-hmm. be like, Jimin. Yeah. <laughs> That's my bias. He's my number one. I, you know, it's hard for me, honestly. <sighs> if someone asked you? If someone asked me, uh, yeah, I feel like it'd be hard. But I, I always initially want to say B. 
I do. I think you've stayed faithful yeah. to always It's be. always, it's been B. Um, but then part of me is like, I feel like if someone held a gun to my head, You'd I'd be like, Hobie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, I remember we used to say that too. And we, I would be so stressed. It's like gun to the head. Who is your bias? I'm like, You're like yes, it is. <laughs> But if know. I really picture myself in that scenario, I my brain is gonna want to say V. <laughs> but I feel like my mouth is gonna be like jungle salt. That's what I think is gonna happen. I think it's one of those things where it's like it's hard to let go of V because he's such a unique individual. Like he's very unique, yeah, but also just beautiful. So it's like right. weird to have that too. His personality is per- very that type of, of personality, kind. and then also be His like a really good a looking kind. person. Yeah. It's kind of like usually they're he not just like that out a lot. But I think overall, like personality, the vibes, the dance. Personality and the vibes is definitely Hobie. It's it's Hobie for you. It's J-Hope. So, yeah. But, you know, (laughs) um, we said we would only get into BTS. And we quickly realized there was so many amazing, talented people in K-pop. Right. So shortly after, we did start getting into other groups. And also in those groups, I was like, how does how do people pick one, one bias? bias. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. Um, we will d- talk more about other groups that we're into, but I think right now we can just talk about other like top groups that are right behind BTS that we love so much. Mm-hmm. And like some of our favorites in there. Yeah. We can do that briefly. I mean, our, our second group right after BTS that we were like, they are surprisingly Amazing. a smidge behind BTS. Yeah. Um, is Stray Kids. Stray Kids. Yeah. I love <laughs> love them kids. love them to death. Um I it was similar thing with them. I think when we got into them I just was like listening to Let's all see. their I'm music. I'm trying to think what was our introduction to them? Um, oh, God's Menu. Yeah, but say God's Menu. <laughs> it was God's I Menu. Think. That was, I was blown. I think that was their viral song. Yeah. Cuz they're still a relatively new group right. um compared, compared to BTS. To BTS. Right. So, I think that put them on the map they went viral on social media mm-hmm. and so we of course saw it and like watched it and i was like i was like wow this, this is very is unique amazing and then again what i do deep started, dive into the music and, and i was like they're so good i love every one of their songs yeah yep. and then it's just like actually it's kind of hard to pick a favorite in their group too well for me right off the bat when i watched god's menu it was felix Mm. Um, it was his visual, I think. But then when he opened his mouth and said his iconic yeah. lines, I was like, y'all need to go listen wow. to God's menu. You've never listened to it. I never would have guessed that voice could come out of that face. Yeah. And I don't know. I, it could be just me, but I'm partial. I, I think it's noticeable when a man has a very deep voice. Yeah. Uh, a very deep speaking voice or even just the ability to go deep because not every man can do that in the same way. Not every woman can hit very high soprano notes. So I just felt like it was just amazing to me that he would have that ability and also look the way that he does. And as I continued to watch their videos, and then we did the same thing as we did with BTS. We just went back in their discography Mm -hmm. and started from the beginning and started listening. And then, you know, watched little bits of content here and there. I just always was drawn to him. Always. Immediately. Always drawn to him. And then I would say right after him was Bang Chan. Again, I don't know if it's something about the leaders. You love the leaders. <laughs> you love the leaders. I think it is something about the leaders because they're just they're front the and ones, center. Right, and right. 
you know, there's and a they leader. they have to have those qualities to of, be a leader, yeah. which to me, you have to be confident. You have to be at ease with yourself. And that's attractive well in a man. Well-spoken. That's attractive in anyone. You yeah. Know? So well, I true, think yeah. um, that's probably also why. And it also was really helpful with him that he speaks English well, being Australian. That was probably another thing that kind of drew true. me to him a little more. Um, because he can just express more and just, you know, yeah. explain more than someone where English isn't their first language. Um, and same with Felix. He also is Australian, so he speaks English well. Um, that was pretty much, oh, and Ian. I would say from the beginning, those were my top three. Ian is the baby of the group. I loved his voice. Um, and that, that's one thing I feel like with the groups that we like, I feel like their vocals slash rapping are unique. And there are some groups out there that are really talented, but I honestly feel like I don't know who's singing what. Mm -hmm. I can maybe hardly tell who's rapping what because there's a difference between being able to sing and being able to like, wow, you have your own unique styling. Your own voice comes through. I think that's why it took me a while to get into girl groups. Let's not even go there. You know how I feel about girl groups. I do like girl groups now, but it took me a long time and you're not still quite there. Nope. We'll talk about that too. Yeah. But yeah, but I yeah. think that's what it is. There's but just I felt distinctive like qualities. with them, each one of the members, when it, I very quickly was able to tell who's oh, who. this person is singing. Oh, yeah. this person is rapping. And that definitely helped because it makes that person unique within the group. Whereas when you have a group and like five of the members pretty much all sound the same to me. I'm just like, I don't, who, who's talent? I mean, who, who's what? Like, this sounds good, but I don't feel any of that person's personality. vibe, their personality, their vocal tones coming through because they all sound like they're on one plane. So I would say Ian, definitely his vocals from the beginning caught me in God's menu. And then, I mean, he's just adorable. You know, he's the baby of the group. He just has an adorable little face. Like and I think he, son. he's still, you know, looking back on some of the older stuff. He had braces. He was just like an adorable little kid. And he was a draw. And then I would say after that for me, once we started to dive their content more, it was Han. Han is an all-arounder. He can sing. He can rap. So basically we just, has- again, are OT7. <laughs> uh, sorry, not OT7. OT8 with Stray Kids. We just love every <laughs> single member. We refuse to choose. Right. <laughs> I mean, Han is just, his, his, you can tell when it's him rapping. Just, he's just so good. He's great. And um, Sungmin, love him. Like, I feel like, honestly, technically, he's the best vocalist of the group. Mm-hmm. His voice is very unique. And it took us a while to get on Sungmin's bandwagon. There's always one. There has to be, unfortunately. <laughs> he was the gen of the group for us. We for always a long said that. Time. It was just kind of like Sungmin. Yeah, I mean, he's great. Uh-huh. Vocals, yep. But it just took more time for us to really see some of his personality and to, to realize, at least for me, that he was a very endearing person. And I knew from the get go his vocals were great, but. It was just in the beginning, I just kind of felt like, yeah, it's great. But, you know, I'm not really checking for him. But now I think the thing too. (laughs) (laughs) I think the thing is, too, with K-pop, it's like because of the culture of how they give out so much content and give this kind of like intimate behind the scenes where you feel like you're a part of the family, Mm -hmm. like your friends or, you know, some people say they give you a boyfriend experience as well. Um I think that's also like what makes it harder to pick one person to me mm-hmm. because it's like, if you're just going off vocals, that's one thing, but then you add on 
okay, the dancing, who draws right. you in dancing, who draws you in with the visuals, then who's funny in the shows, like mm-hmm. how they are in interviews. Like it's just so many layers. Whereas like over here in America, like Western music, all we I mean, see is the performance and interviews here and there. At least back in the it. day. Yeah. I mean, social media obviously has changed right. a lot of things. Growing up with music and groups, like we can say boy bands specifically since we're talking about um, K-pop boy bands. I don't, I didn't feel like you knew them. Mm-mm. You know, it wasn't that same level. I mean, social right. media obviously wasn't as big. So that is a key factor. But definitely, I don't know. It, you just didn't feel as... I feel like you obviously, everyone fangirled because they look cute. They're singing and dancing. You know, their songs are catchy. But like K-pop makes it a lot deeper because they're selling you like this experience. It's like a whole experience when you get into the world of K-pop. And so it's like you, you feel more connected to the different people and like want to see them like you know, do because well, through succeed, their content, and be happy you get and to all that see stuff. their personality. You get to see how the group interacts as a family with each other. It's kind of like you get this window into their real life. Yeah. And even though that's a whole nother discussion, obviously we don't know them. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we don't know them. We only know of them what they want to show us. But what they show us through that window makes you feel like, oh, yeah. I know this person. Like I know this person even more than I know my next door neighbor. Yeah. Cause I'm literally getting a window into their everyday activities and how they interact together and yeah. all of that. So when you add that in, it becomes more than just, Oh, he looks cute or he can dance. Well, it's just like, Oh, his personality. And that, that's really what draws you to someone. That's how you create a relationship with someone is through knowing them as a person, their personality. Mm-hmm. Obviously the outside is what can initially pull you in and you can respect talent. Yeah. But when you get to, you feel like you get to know aspects of someone's personality. I just feel like it's, it's hard not to be drawn in or not to feel like you have a measure of closeness or know something about them that others don't yeah. because they're not, you know, watching this information, watching content. So all they have to go by is what they see on the outside. But it's like, Hey, they're giving us a window into their lives, into their behind the scenes of when they're creating things. You know, they do these variety shows and different things that shows their personalities and shows them working together. And it just adds another layer of, of, uh, I don't know, love. Yeah. It's <laughs> like a type of love them. for them. You know, yeah. cause most, most people would say, oh, I love, you know, your favorite artists. Yeah. You, oh, I love them. They're so great. But it just goes so much deeper with K-pop. I, um, I kind of did similar vibes with, I feel like with Stray Kids, it's BTS where. Well, we have one more member, which was Lino. Which for me, it took me a while to get on Lino's bandwagon. And guys, do you know what got me on Lino's bandwagon <laughs> is watching a vlog of his. And then when I saw his personality, I was like, oh, Lino's, he's not bad. I just never was really drawn to him visually. I felt that he was talented, but again, he just didn't really grab me. Um, and there were some, I guess, stereotypes about I feel like a lot of K-pop groups, each member has a stereotype about who they are in the group, what role they're playing. Yeah. And the stereotype that he had, I wasn't really drawn to. But when I saw a vlog of him, it was him and he was preparing for something that he was doing outside of Stray Kids as the group. And I was like, oh, he's so sweet. He seems like such a sweet, I've nice been told guy. You that. I've been told you that. So once I saw that, I was firmly on his bandwagon. He's not a bias for me but i think in the beginning i was that solidified his place for me as like wow he's really i was into lino 
I you always, were. I, I was, feel like Lena was one of the first ones. He was one of the yeah, first ones. Yeah. I thought he was super cool and like adorable from the beginning. Right. Um, and obviously Felix stood out to me because in that song, obviously like he grabs your attention right. and it's like, oh, he has an accent. Same thing with Bing. Jan, I was just like accent. Hello. You know what I mean? Aussie accent. You love accents. Obviously they speak English. So that makes you feel more connected because you understand them all the time. Right. Um, when they do like their one-on-one like videos, they'll like sometimes talk in English and stuff. Um, so I think from the beginning I was into Bang Chan, Lino, and I kind of pulled a similar thing like with JK with with IN because I was mm. like these little baby little <laughs> these kids. little maknays. <laughs> I was like they gotta stop being the coolest. Like that's I another can't. K-pop term. So maknay, which yeah, that's the, the youngest. I so I loved IN from the beginning. Like I loved his unique voice. His voice is very was unique. so unique. Yeah. Um, it's very pretty. Has a very obviously. Voice. I love Suman's voice as well, but I just Ian's voice was just really unique, and I just thought he was the most adorable thing. Mm-hmm. But I was like, he's the youngest. He's a little child. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. So it took me a second, but now I'm like, that is my K-pop son. That's my <laughs> That's little my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like a proud mom. Look at look what my son did today. I'll be sending a post. Look at him. He got his braces off today, oh, y'all. Like, he's growing up. He just <laughs> guys, he just turned 21. They grow up so fast. <laughs> so yeah, no, I love, love, love IN. Also from out the gate, I was into Hyunjin. <laughs> Oh, oh my word! Where, where, where's my brain? And I have yes. been was loyal. You have been, and you know Hyunjin. I mean, again, it took you a second for him it too. Took me a while to really realize his value in the group, and I firmly believe I couldn't imagine Stray Kids no, without him. Hyunjin was my boy from but day yeah, one. Yeah, he just never. I definitely understood. He's a visual. Why he grabbed people the way he did for sure, but he just wasn't. I just liked me. his attitude and vibe. Like obviously, well, I shouldn't say obviously. You wouldn't know, but um. <laughs> From the beginning, I knew their group was unique. Like their sound was very unique. Each one has a unique sound, like you said, and mm-hmm. that just makes it ten times better. Right. I know each voice distinctively, like right off the bat, who's singing, who's rapping. Right. So every member, I was like, whoa, 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 these people are good. Like I really love them. Like almost about as much as I love BTS. Like I'm shocked. Right. So that's what it was from them out the beginning when I first heard their song and started getting their stuff, um, and. It was immediately like, I don't know who I'm going to choose my favorite. But I knew like Hyunjin drew me in right away. He was just like so amazingly good looking. Mm -hmm. And then also I felt like his vibe, like the way he raps and dances and sings was different. It just drew me in. Right. And then Han as well, immediately drew me in as well because again, his rapping is very unique and Mm -hmm. his vocals he is such a good singer right like he's such a good singer and then i and realized it usually doesn't work that way i feel like yeah. usually you're strong in one point or but the he other. is so but good, good at singing yeah. and then i realized like okay he does producing too and writing i'm like he's very talented so i knew right from the start like han hyunjin and then it was i am but i just pretended yeah. <laughs> for a second and it wasn't but it was i am i love me some i am and then i always would default to bang chan as well um, I just loved his personality. Um, I never really was like pressed about Felix as yeah, you were. No. Felix has always been. But I love Felix. The beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think it took the longest for me to get on. Um, actually, I think it took me the longest to get on Chambins. Oh, yeah. I could agree. Because I was already, I already yeah. appreciate Lino. I already appreciate right. him too from the beginning. I think it took me a second I would on say him. I knew from the beginning Chambins rap. 
was special. I mean, his his rap is fire. Yeah. Um, but him as a person, yeah, it took me it a took second. Me a while. He was last for me, and then right above him was Suman. Right, I can agree with that. Um, Same I felt like it was in that order. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, as you, we just basically always are struggling with who we like. I guess it's always overall. Felix though. I feel like, but we've been, maybe we always have someone that we yeah. always go back to. For me, it's always been Felix. So you always went back to Felix. I would say Felix, Bang Chan and I am. And I, I always really were my was solid three. with Han and Hyunjin. And then the rest would like kind of like vary. And then I finally was like, yeah, they're all great. I love them. OTA. Yeah. They're amazing. Um, but yeah, Hyunjin's my boy though. Yes, he is. And <laughs> honestly now I would say, Maybe because maybe because Ian is so active on social media, so I would like put him even above Han just for that reason. But like, I mean, Han's my boy, but right, Ian's very active on social media, so it's just like, oh, hope he's having a great day in his little vlogs. I don't really see the same with Han. Hmm. I feel like Han's. I think Han's a little more shy. I was about to say, I think Han is more shy. He's yeah. more shy. So you know, he's great. I love. I love. Uh, I love stray kids and we have our favorites, but then we don't, we love them all. <laughs> yeah, they're all great. I don't even know, like to really talk about bias as a group just takes so long because we love them all. So we just start going on tangents of each member. Like right. oh, we love them. What we about love them? them? Love? <laughs> You're right. And then we just keep going. Why would we bias this person? Let the me last, tell you the way. The last thing we need to talk about though, before we end this episode, I just, I just feel like I want to talk about this person. <laughs> Wait, who is this? Because we have one more group, our third group. I was going to say, like, okay. we, we said we're going to talk about three groups, but I feel like this third group, they're so big that it would take so long because, again, we love every member, basically. Right. So we probably should dedicate a whole episode to just discussing them. But I feel like I mainly want to just talk about one person. <laughs> would do, that group do you think you know be... who, who that person is? Okay. Let's guess for each other. So this group we're talking about is NCT or Neo Culture Technology. And guess <laughs> guess who my one person is, because I know you know it. Ten. It is ten. What do you think my person it is? It is ten. Who is your person? Why is this hard? Well, one, NCT has subgroups. That's their thing. They have like three different subgroups. No, four groups. There's three official groups and then like a, a rotating group. So four technically. I always say three, but it's four technically. Um, and they have so many members. It's like 23 or 24 of them. Mm-hmm. And when we first got into them, we were like, we were not getting into them. No way. When we we're like, we're not doing how this. Many members there were. I was like, this is ridiculous. There's absolutely no way that I can get into a group. Cause I just pictured like 23 members <laughs> <laughs> on the stage, <laughs> on the stage doing choreo. Just, I was like, it's too much. Yeah, K-pop already is a lot visually. The way I they just do felt things. like, how are they going to do that? It's not going to work. I was like, there's no way I can learn 23 <laughs> dudes' names. My brain is at capacity. I, it really felt that way. So I was not open or checking for NCT at all. But that comeback. And our, our comeback was, I mean, Wavy was our first introduction of NCT, which is the Chinese unit. One of I, their, their Chinese I don't even remember how we got into them. I feel like it was... That alive with Wavy. Was it? Yes. That's how we got into NCT. I mean, we'll definitely need to like, discuss in depth about the whole, because NCT is, I mean, it's so much with that group. Right. And like, there's a lot there's of a lot members, of a lot of stuff. And, yeah. But the person that I was going to say to talk about was 10. Okay. <laughs> you know, I was like, who else do you think it would you be? You know, that, that's initially what was in my mind. But then I was thinking, 
well, or is she going to be talking about her favorite vocalist or yeah. whatever? But immediately for me, it, it was 10. No, I, w- I was just like, we need to end the episode talking about 10 as our other favorite bias in yeah. K-pop. I feel like, in, in, I mean, amazingly, <laughs> out of 23 members, both of us just laser focused on 10. Yeah. Like I said, we did initially get into NCT through Wavy, which is, do they have seven members or eight? No, it's seven. Okay. So they have seven members. But even out of those seven members, my eyes just literally magnetized to 10. No, Chris, I, it's coming back to me. We got introduced to 10 from Super M. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure Super M, we got them first. Okay. And then, um, so we were just blown away by them, obviously. Right. And then I was like, I saw, I looked 10 up because I'm like, I need, well, I need to know more about each member anyway. But so still 10 stood out. I was like let's see what this boy 10 is you know and then i saw okay he's in this group called nct and or you know wavy and all that stuff and that made me look up wavy stuff because i knew he was in that group okay and then i was like um chris you need to watch this right away <laughs> she was like bad alive you know, this video just look up bad alive <laughs> okay but Ooh, yeah no goodness. we got introduced to 10 through super m okay that's what it was. Okay. We watched their comeback. And I mean, that group is like the ultimate oh, group. That's amazing. So the Avengers and K-pop. Yeah. Like we immediately were drawn to him and some others, but we were immediately drawn to him. Right. From the get go. Definitely. Yeah. I'm like, who else would we drawn to? <laughs> <laughs> um, we were very briefly drawn to Lucas. We'll, we'll have to get, when we talk about NCT individually, we'll get into that. But Lucas is no longer on our radar. Um, <laughs> sounds so no, bad no every time him. we say No this offense stuff. to Lucas. Everybody's going to be like, but how dare you talk that way about Lucas? <laughs> I think initially Lucas did draw us in visually. Um, but then it was, it was, it was 10. Once no, I Super saw Tim in the corner, I was just like, whoa, who is this guy? I feel like Super M when we saw it, it was a lot because everyone's so good. But right. Amelia was drawn to 10. And I was also drawn um, Backhyun. to Backhyun because his, his vocals voice. were amazing. Yes. And then, um, and again, I didn't want to admit, but I was drawn to Mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, this is like a, this is a pattern with me, guys. I got problems. Every time I be denying. Yeah. And then you, I, you have like Mark from the beginning. I And I was pretending like I didn't. Right. You were. I, it's a pattern. Like mm-hmm. every group I'd be like, nope, not into this person. And then it just like lies, lies all lies. Um, yeah, it's no. definitely 10 for NCT. That's our top bias in all, all oh. 20, whatever, <laughs> many members they have. Like they're up to 24, I think now. It's 10. Um, yeah, no, 10 is amazing. He is so talented. Like his dancing is just out of this world. And then like his voice is so like crisp and clear. Is that the way to describe it? I don't know. I mean, just everything about his about him is amazing. I just think that some people have the it factor. Yeah. And I just feel like he has it. Yeah. Like he's very personable on camera. Mm-hmm. He draws out the best in people like when they're doing yes. the different videos, the chemistry, like he's good at that. Um, and he's pretty like real, I feel like overall. He seems like, very chill, laid back, just genuine kind of yeah. person. He doesn't seem to put, put on a front from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just like a natural on camera. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you see him dance, you're just like not looking away one second, not looking <laughs> away. Remove my eyeballs. <laughs> like yeah. there's other members dancing, but I can't remove my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 10 will always be the number one, no matter what in NCT. 
Um, and people, I've heard the term like like my ult because people are like multi stands. Um, they like to say multi stands. Right. Like they like a lot of groups. Right. And so they'll compile like these are my ult biases, people and everything. And from the beginning, I was like ten. Mm-hmm. Ten is an ultimate. Yes. <laughs> he just definitely. has it. He has Whatever every single it is, thing. He has it. <laughs> and my top three in BTS are also my ults, but really all of BTS are in my top ults, to be yeah. honest, for that. BTS is Because the they're the ult, ult, ult group. They are the GOAT. No one else. Um, but yeah, I mean, we go on and on talking about biases, each person we like, and then we'll just be keep going. Because it's just hard for us to choose. I feel like that's mm-hmm. the conclusion. If you can choose one, you are More awesome because you. it's really kind of a lot to have to have multiple people that you're invested in. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just like, it's too much, but I can't help it, man. It's just like, I can't. I yeah. like you all. You guys are all fun. <laughs> you're all amazing. You're, you're all, all talented. You're all entertaining funny. me. Exactly. Entertaining. Yeah. I want the best for all of you. Mm-hmm. Just please. So, yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely hard um, to choose. So, I mean, any other things you want to say about biases? <laughs> I think we've we've covered what we can for this episode. I know. I mean, literally this episode could be like three plus hours because we could go through each group that we like right. and like talk about our biases. We'll, we'll break that up. <laughs> but I feel like we should break that up because that would be just, just a tad bit much. You guys would be like, all right, we're bored. Cutting off. <laughs> <laughs> three hours of K-pop negative. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And until next time, all the finger hearts to you. We purple you.